Hey there, General Red Review here with Old Colony Pest Control. If you're having pest problems in a commercial or residential setting, we're the people to call. Veteran-owned, based in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, Old Colony has been here servicing your homes proudly, and we plan to keep it up. Our team is fast, efficient, and reliable. We go above and beyond to cater each project's individual need. No task is too much for us, so give us a call. 774 400 5993. Again, the number is 774-400-5993. Hope to hear from you soon. General Red Review, out. wished for these things, worked for them, and sought a place where they had a better chance of becoming real. For generations, Brockton has welcomed those seeking something better. From those who came in search of opportunity to today's multicultural population that makes us the most diverse community in all of New England. Brockton is a place where homes are more affordable, communities closer, where a strong and talented workforce fuels the success of businesses big and small, and the vision of a more diverse and equitable America is being realized every day. It's where ideas take root, businesses grow, Communities thrive. New beginnings unfold. And the promise of a better life is kept. Brockton, Massachusetts. Where better begins. When I lost my son, it was hard to find a path forward. But in the weeks and months that followed, and with the support of those around me, I found a renewed sense of purpose to keep other children and families from enduring the same fate. I know that with all of you by our side, we will continue to move forward. And together, we can keep our promise to make our community and our nation a safer, better place. Without your passion, support, and dedication, this important and life-saving work wouldn't be possible. It's always difficult to face tragedy, but it's through your support that has allowed the life of my son and all the other children who were taken from us too soon to have meaning. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for helping us to keep our promise to protect kids. What up, everybody? Kevin Jackson here. If you feel the need and you want to get in touch with the hot topics from today's headlines, you got to check out The Booth with Keith. Send us the one, Hayes. Tell him Kevin Jackson sent you. It's caught in
time for me to do my thing. So, you know, I don't want to be the dead horse, but uh, I don't know what's up with these gas prices, but these gas prices are crazy. They're outrageous. You know, I mean, it used to be a time when you could go get gas with your kids. You know, I'm a father too, and you'd go get gas. It'd be a nice time to get snacks and let them get chips and shit. Now you go to the gas station, you put $100 in the tank, and your kid's like, Dad, can I get some gum? No, you can't get no f***. I'm not just put out your bucks. Get the f*** off the burritos. What the f*** do you mean you want to swerve? Get the f*** back. Get the f*** out of here. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's your boy Sinister One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are watching the booth. It is now 1129. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I was stuffed, you know, and if you got any leftovers, you're supposed to be throwing them out. You're not supposed to have them more than so many days. So if you're still eating on turkey or turducken or whatever Thanksgiving leftovers, you probably want to cleaning it out i know i gave a lot of stuff to my chickens this week they're very happy i didn't give them any turkey felt that was felt that would be wrong if i gave my chickens turkey first of all it's bad enough that they you know that a fellow bird of theirs is eaten every year at that time the fact that i would give them their scraps is kind of i have a conscience laughing <laughs> um, um, I got to give thanks to my guests last week, Kenneth Diesenhoff, Robert Resnick. Um, those guys came on, broke down the election night results. And we also broke down some discussions of some lawsuits that are coming up. And I also sat down with boxer Gabriel Menace Morales, had a good show. He actually sent me a picture of his plate on Thanksgiving uh, because he fought in October. His next fight isn't until January. He doesn't have to make weight. So he's now was able to eat, you know, so he was happy to be on the show. We've got a lot of people in the chat. Maggie Penny, what's up? I see you in the chat. Uh, Haley is in the chat. I see her. What's up? Her mom actually um, talked to me about this guest that I got on that you see in the upper left-hand corner. Um, my guest is Cole Green. She is the Facebook group representative, Facebook called Moms. On the mile. Now, before I get into this discussion of what Moms on the Mile is, 
I'm going to talk about my sponsors. Down in the left-hand corner, Michael Douglas Barreto. I'm a gamer. Everybody knows I'm a gamer. I've been on COD. Right now, I've been playing Far Cry 5 for some reason. Hey, we should play some time. <laughs> hey, Xbox Gamer Tag. And, and hey, it's all Let's about go. the crossplay now. <laughs> Sinister One it, on Xbox. Um, I'm, I'm on Ghost Recon. I'm on all the Tom Clancy games. I'm on all this, so hit me up off the air. I'm definitely, definitely down to lock it up and uh, play because it, 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 I'm on there all the time. I'm on there Wait. quite a bit. Me and my boys are gamers. We love it. But if you need your controller fixed, if it's drifting, if it's messing up and going down when it should be going right, send it out to my guy, Michael Douglas Barreto. It's back within 24 hours. Also, it's a lifetime warranty. So if he fixes it for one thing and it goes back, fixes it for free, sends it back, you're back to gaming. Also available now, Viana Marie, that's my recording artist. Check her music out. The album, It's Personal, is out there. Thank you for everybody who's been streaming it. Thank you for everybody who's supporting Every single that's come off that album, please, please, please continue to stream and, and support the album. Viana Marie, it's also Tactical Target Systems. When you see me go to the range, you all know about me in this show. If you watch this show, you know that I have a very big fear of the zombie apocalypse. So I go to the range. I get my skills on. I'm, I'm not lying. I, I go to the range. I get my skills on because I don't want to be... Like I said, the top five black guy, Dustin Harbour, I don't want to be that guy in The Walking Dead who got caught in between a revolving door and got eaten. I don't want to be that guy who lasts eight seasons as the black guy on the show and then finally gets killed because he saved the life of some white girl who tripped. Because that always happens. You always get to get for the white girl who trips and falls. And that's what happened to T-Dog. T-Dog made Carol a badass. Carol, Carol became this badass because T-Dog gave his life. To save Carol, so I'm, and I'm just I'm just speaking facts, everybody. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but those tactical target systems—that's where you want to go. Get those targets, and um, I've, I've hung them up. If you ever want to go to the range, meet me up. I go to Braintree Range. I'm actually going to be hanging out with Travis Projecton, host of um, Oscar Mike Radio. We're going to try to get out of here and go to the range. He goes, and um, anybody who loves my show watches. I love BostonSports.com. Clothing line is here, located in Braintree Mall. They also have three other locations. But sometimes we'll give a winner nice tea. What's up, Beverly? I see Beverly in the chat. Michelle, what's going on, Michelle? See you in the chat. Old Colony Pest Control, Carbonell, veteran-owned, residential and commercial, 774-400-5993. We represent veterans who own businesses. If you have any mites or pests or ants or whatever, reach out to this guy. He'll be there in a second and take care of you um and before we get into news booth i gotta bring my guests on but i also gotta announce tonight on this show i have a brand new segment of the booth called tales from the ring tales from the ring is a new segment on the booth what this is is these are videos that people send me from their ring doorbells so tonight is the first segment coming up in the sports booth hang tight stay tuned my first guest that I'm on with right now, I'm going to let her introduce herself, but this is a Facebook group. It's, and we're going to kind of explain it because it's, it's, it's one of these pages that I go to and I watch and I'm sad and happy at the same time, because sometimes you're filled and you see tragedy on this page, but then sometimes you see things that you, and it makes you happy where people can reconnect and hopefully change somebody's life. But I'm going to let you introduce myself. She's up in the corner. Please, Nicole, let them know who you are, and please talk about 
on Facebook. Oh yeah, so I'm Nicole Green. So now I just started with this group myself a few months ago, but it's an amazing group. Um, it's Moms on the Mile. It's a group of amazing people who just want to help the homeless. Um, some of the people actually have close friends, family relatives that are actually on the mile or have loved ones who suffer from drug addiction um, or who have even lost their lives with drug addiction and just want to help. And I got involved. I moved here from Pennsylvania last year. And um, prior to having my daughter 14 years ago, I was actually a drug addict myself. So when I moved here from Pennsylvania, like my first time driving by the mile, it was a real shocker because I've never seen anything. I'm from a small little town, you know, and I've never seen anything like that in my life. So um, I'm definitely glad that I was able to reach out to the right people and get involved in helping. And the thing that the reason why I have you guys on is because there were a couple of stories that I saw in this group that I said, you know what? I, I think it's time to talk about this on my show. Um, and I got to applaud Beverly for reaching out and getting in touch with me on this topic. Um, one of the topics I saw, there was somebody that was actually, their son had been missing. They didn't know where their son was. They had gotten the word that their son might be down there on the mile. Um, they went down there something else and then they ended up the son ended up coming there and that mom was able to connect with her son who had been missing for a while on thanksgiving um the other issue that i that i saw that kind of pissed me off and i was upset about was that i know michelle Wu is trying to do what she can you know she has her seat that she had and her promises and things she has to fulfill but this is a huge task the methadol mile has been a problem for years now, double digits in years. Um, everybody has an idea of how to fix it, but nobody can ever fix it. and Nobody ever does what needs to be done. Everybody thinks that, you know, you can just go down there and have all the cops swipe everybody away. And then that's going to clean it up. I, I have a business that's in that area. I work for Paul Revere transportation. We have a business that's right on the backside of the gas station. That's to the left, our bus company. We've already had outside of our facility. We already had Two murders. There was a vicious, fatal, brutal stabbing that happened outside there. And then now our area is one of those areas where the cops and EMTs now sit to be able to respond to distribute Narcan overdoses, either in that McDonald's parking lot or in just outside the fire. And, and then here's the crazy thing, people. For those who don't know about Methadone Mile, this long mile where you have a lot of people who are addicts, and it's right in the vicinity of a major fire station, one of Boston's biggest fire stations. And it's right next to a prison, the South Bay jail. And yeah. it's not far from a Boston police station and a major Boston hospital. It's also right well, next to everybody. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's right next to 93 North. And I'm going to tell you this right now. It's sad because I can tell you twice last year on my commute to Boston, I was actually slowed up and delayed from getting to work because we have this problem with addicts not off and they wander and guess where they wander they right into 93 traffic at night or a daytime and they get hit and they get run over in this mess. Um, so what I had heard that aggravated me was that, you know, they put this new rule into place in Boston. 
where they don't want anybody feeding or sending food down to these people to try to get yet you allow drug dealers and everybody to be down there 27 selling drugs thanksgiving comes it's the one oops it's the one day out of the year where you want to help these people, give them some type of toiletries and give them some type of food this day and i heard that you guys had went down there and you kind of harassed to move along you had to set up in a different area that different area that people weren't able to get to or come to that area i want you to kind of explain what went on this thanksgiving because it it, it pisses me off and there's something Let's see if we can fix this for next year or, or yeah it's definitely it was definitely hard to compose yourself because usually when we go down there if we have to deal with any type of security they're actually really nice about it but for some reason that day, it got pretty nasty between us and a lot of other people that were down there. You know, we prepped for this for a long time. Beverly, she baked for weeks. Her and I both cooked for a couple of days. You know, we cooked them home cooked meals. They had a better meal than what I prepared for my family because I didn't have the time because I was spending time, you know, cooking for these individuals. You know, you want to make sure they have a nice meal. And um, at first we set up on Topeka, which is, you know, around the corner. But mm -hmm. nobody was coming and we cooked for at least 100 people and we had like maybe a small handful. And usually when we go down there, they're lined up. We don't usually have enough. So we thought, you know what, we're going to go up on Atkinson because um, that's where they all were. Nobody was, you know, we were telling them some people down, some people down, but nobody was coming down. So we went up there and the security guards were just they were really rude and again I was kind of like taken back because they're usually not rude about it but they were really rude and they were trying to tell us like this makes no sense they're trying to tell us for their health reasons to keep them safe they can't allow us to feed them because they can't take a chance of them being sick this guy looked at me and said we can't take a chance of them getting sick I said are you serious right now I said, look around you. These people are already sick. And then he <laughs> left my face. And he's like, well, what we're doing is only helping them. I said, you sit here all day, every day, watching these people shoot up drugs. Like, there's no hiding it. I mean, there's they're swimming in each other's needles. Like, this state gives these people needles to kill themselves with. And I know that's a, that's a fine line because a lot of people actually agree with that. I think it's just as stupid as giving a suicidal person a piece of rope. That's the most dumbest thing I have heard of in my life. So really what they're doing is defeat. It's to, it makes no sense. Like they're doing this to try to save them, to help them, but there's nothing clean about it down there. When you go down there, all you smell is the smell of urine. There's, you have to watch where you're walking. There's needles everywhere, unless they're paying an attic down there, $30 a day from what I hear to clean up the streets. Um, and they want to get on us for trying to help these folks. This state, I'm telling you what, I moved here last year from Pennsylvania and I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like the stuff that goes on here is just, it's so strange. They will sit there in front of cops, wheeling and dealing drugs shooting up right in front of them like it's nothing and it's no it's normal like that's not normal like I've never seen anything like it in the state of Massachusetts in my life like 
you were saying previously, like, um, you know, people, you know, they've been trying to come up with ideas for years. I can tell you the one thing that this state's got going on. They worry too much about people that live outside the country rather than the folks that are here. And that could be a whole nother topic itself. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people down there that need help. And the number one thing that's going to help them, of course, is money. You need money to get it started. But when you have the governor, Governor Baker, talking about how he's welcoming it, what wants to welcome in people from Ukraine. Has he gone down to Mass Ave lately? Oh, he's been down there. (laughs) They've been down there. And and for me, for me, here's here's the problem, too. Um, I feel this problem exploded when pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies started to make a profit when they deemed addiction as something that could be covered by insurance. And I, yeah. and I knew, cause I, I, my ex-wife, my ex-wife worked for High Point and I saw it. She started working at High Point here in Brockton when that transition switch flipped because yeah. once that's flipped and people with addiction could be treated with medical insurance, people started to get rides to get their doses because you can get transportation twice a day. Yeah. Um, you covered on meetings. Once the, the companies could make money off of this, um, it, it it exploded even more. And I also have said on this show, and I've said, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but when you look at COVID-19 and the timing of COVID-19, prior to the two years of us under COVID, the big thing that was the biggest threat to the pharmaceutical company was this lawsuit for opiate prediction. All of these people were about to get paid. And guess what? During COVID, these trials still went on by Zoom. Started to come out of COVID. Guess what happened? A lot of companies started to go bankrupt. A lot of companies decided to settle. CVS, Walgreens, um, all of these pharmaceutical companies decided not settling. But guess what? All of these companies that settled, they're making millions of dollars off of COVID vaccinations oh, and all of time. this COVID stuff. And guess what? The profits that they're making off of COVID for the last two years, they're using those profits to pay off the opiate settlements. Let's be real here. If COVID never existed and COVID never happened, guess what? CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, all of these pharmaceutical companies that are being sued for knowing how addictive opiates were, they'd be bankrupt right now. It's but they're not. And that's and that's the crazy thing. And I bring that to people's minds and make them think about that. And they're like, holy shit, Sinister One. I never thought of it that way. Well, think of it because it is a scary thought. It is. They're it all is dollar a scary signs. Thought. They're all it's, dollars. It's a huge, huge, huge dollar signs. Yep. Yeah. And I want, and here's when I wondered that. I also wondered that when Trump had announced the vaccination, the first batch of vaccinations that came out. And when he announced it, guess who was up there on stage with him? The CEO of Walmart. And I said to myself, why is the CEO of Walmart up there when he has absolutely nothing to do with? And then I found out. All of a sudden, guess what happened? Walmart became one of the biggest places to get 
vaccinations from. They were getting kickbacks and tax breaks. And guess what? They they were Walmart Pharmacy was one of the biggest people in the lawsuit who they found was just writing scripts and giving scripts to everybody and not checking the balances and checking the books and making sure that people weren't getting it, weren't getting it when they went. So Walmart was the biggest defender. They should be bankrupt. And guess what? Nope. They're making all this money off of all the COVID stuff they're doing so they can pay out these people. It's hip, it's it's the biggest hypocrisy in this generation. It really is. Just think about it. Yep. Yep. So, so you guys went down there. Now there is a, I've done this before because I actually used to do a gift of gift of giving Thanksgiving meal before Christmas Eve, like Christmas. It was every 23rd before Christmas. We would feed the homeless out here in the Brockton area. We did it two years in a row. So I know about the potluck rule that Massachusetts has. And as long as you have that paperwork and the potluck rule says that you can willingly provide as long as the food is cooked. And as long as you tell people that they can't sue you when this food's being given to you under the potluck program, you should have been able to give that food out on Thanksgiving to the. And I get it. I get there are some people who say, don't feed them this, that. I get it. But hey, Thanksgiving is that one day a year that you could feed somebody and possibly change their mind and get them off that mile and get them back home or get them wherever. It's that one home cooked meal might make somebody think and say, damn, what am I doing out here? Well, I told the um, I told the security guards, I said, maybe next time we'll just bring drugs down and maybe then that will be OK and we won't be kicked out of there. Because everybody else who's down there wailing and dealing drugs, they're not being kicked out. But the people that are going down there to help, they are. So, And the cops are very hypocritical, too, because pe- if people don't remember, two years ago, there was a police officer. One year, it was actually about a year ago, a police officer down there was on detail, got into an altercation with someone. And that person, that cop got bit on the arm. Very next day, guess what happened? Oh, all of a sudden, we want to clean everybody out of here because a cop got bit. Yet nobody did anything up until that time. You got people dying in the streets and getting stabbed over altercations. You got people getting hit by cars on Molina Cass and Mass Ave. You got people getting hit on 93, but nobody does anything. One cop gets bit and you get it all out. Again, that's hypocritical reasons. Now, I know the last thing that Baker wanted to do was to get these tiny houses built. Up in, I think it's up in West Roxbury. Not shifting some of those people there, but it looks like looks like some of these people don't even want to be shifted. So, what do you hear down there when you hear these rumors of them being shifted, being moved? They were talking about opening the island back up, but they're fighting over getting this bridge open to get them back over there. What what are you hearing down there with these? Um, all I hear is just a lot of talk. I mean, uh, from the folks that are actually down there. Yes, those people. Yes. Well, the, for the most part, I mean, most of them, some of them are, you know, are pretty out of there, not, you know, saying much. The ones that, like, I talk to and stuff, um, I just talk to them more about, like, what's going on in their life. Um, one might be telling me about their day. I really haven't met any i met one person down there so far that i've got like a little close to i've seen him twice down there i haven't seen him you know yet again but um because you know it's hard when you go down there um it would be nice to like build that relationship with even just one or two of them you know to try to help them you know 
get off the streets, but I really haven't had any in-depth talk with people about that. But to them, that's just their way of life. And like, I've talked to some people who have been on the streets since they were 14 years old there. And like, that's all they know. So uh, it's really sad. It's really sad. And, and it's really sad because, you know, I, I used to frequent the McDonald's that was there because it was near my job, but I don't even go to that McDonald's anymore because the solicitation is just. Oh, yeah. It's always bad it's, down there. The whole it's area. Insane. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And what also made it worse down there, there was a hotel and the hotel went out of business during and uh, the Mainspring House purchased that round hotel. And then they opened that hotel up as a died in. That also added to the problem because by the means that um it's actually it's actually not Father Mainspring. It's another it's another organization that runs that. Um but the thing is is that usually they kick them out in the morning and then they can't come back till night. So what happens is is they kick them out in the morning and then they corrugate you know, and, and, and all over the place. Um, you see them up at the hospital, um, and you know they, they're causing traffic jams, and it, it's it's tough. It's something that needs to be addressed. And it doesn't, you know, I get attention. The, like you yeah. don't hear a lot about it. You hear politicians talk about it once in a blue moon, and then that's it. Nothing well, we, is done. Well, we heard about it heading into November. <laughs> for the elections and now that the elections yeah. are over and everybody's won you know it's back to the same thing now the moms on the mile how many times do you guys try to go down there and feed how many is it once a month twice a month um as a group we go down once a month but there's others that will go down you know throughout the month as well but uh, i usually I like we prepare like for like the whole month like for the whole month like i'll just I spent a whole month just buying stuff, collecting stuff, preparing and getting it ready for, you know, our big day down there. So. And if anybody see a few people from your group in the chat, if you're from this group and you're in the chat, Beverly, if you can uh, copy and paste the link to the Facebook, Beverly or Haley, if you can, please. So people can start following group. Hey, what's up? Joey buckets. Joey's on. Uh, Julie Anderson, what's going on? I already said hello to Maggie. Michelle Henson, what's going on? Julie Anderson, I've actually got your story coming about coming up about the hit and run. Julie Anderson's that. Um, her car suffered a hit and run. Driver took off, so that's coming up in the Dave Lynch, what's up? Um I want people to make sure they, they get with this group and follow this group. Are you guys do you guys take donations? Are you what what are you looking for from volunteers? Um, you know, even if you can't, like, I know it's a tough time for a lot of people, but like, even if you can't financially help, that's okay. Um, follow the, you know, the moms on the mile page, um, share things, you know, that we post, um, even if you could just go down there with us, you know, if you're able and willing to, to help, you know, pass stuff out, you know, that's great. Um, you know, just try to get the word out more. Um, like I said, these folks down there, I don't think it gets enough attention about what's really going on down there. And with what we saw on Thanksgiving, that was, that was an eye opener. Um, and it was really sad 
Um, like I said, we spent a long time prepping for this, like, especially Beverly, she works so hard at baking, like these homemade baked goods. Like when we go down there, like we, you know, we cook homemade stuff. She's the baker. I don't bake, you know, she bakes amazing stuff. Like we really put a lot of time, effort, money into this and the way they even pushed one of the guys that were with us that day. Like he put his hands on him and pushed him. Like my head was turned. I'm like, what am I really Like They were really rude that day. And like I said, usually they're just like, Hey, you know, we just got a job and leave it at that. But these guys were like, actually they were laughing in my face. Cause I was pretty loud down there. I was pretty vocal. Um, Cause yeah. I was really soft. You and know? they're probably, you know, it was thanks. It was Thanksgiving Day, and they were probably the, um, you know, the low men on the totem pole who got stuck working that day. Maggie Penny said, "Is there a connection between the addicts on the mile and the trafficking of people or children?" That's a that's a good question. You know, there was a rumor one time that they were, sne- you know, picking some of these people up for um, <laughs> organs. You know, the theft of organs. But then somebody said to me, no, it's not really true because um, a lot of these people down there, unfortunately, have a possibility of having hepatitis and other diseases. So um, a lot of people um, have said that that, that's not true. But as far as the sex trafficking industry, things of that sort, maybe so. Um, There are a lot of young women who are runaways who end up down there, young boys and whatever. And yes, there could be a connection between some of those addicts and getting pulled out of there and ending up in the sex trade, the sex trafficking industry, which is a hundred times worse. A lot of the illegals that come here too, though. A lot of the people down there, you know, I'm sure some of that stuff can happen with like the young girls and that. But I think too, a lot of the homeless, they get their stereotypes. And like I said, of course, you're going to run into some down there that are, you know, probably really bad news, but everyone that I've talked down there, they're so just, they're so nice. They're so thankful for you being down there. So I think that may be a little bit of, you know, stereotyping. And, and, and for some of the mental illness plays into some of that also, um, which oh, yeah. is a big issue in this country. And I'm finally glad that mental illness is getting the attention that it finally deserves. Um, the state of New York is now, uh, doing something different. They're finally getting people off the street and getting them into the mental health institutions um, against their wills if they're out on the streets. So that's that's a step because the, the, the yeah. whole reason why a lot of these people are on the streets is because back when George Bush was president, they eliminated a lot of the funding for mental health institutions. And when they cut those funds, it pushed a lot of those people with mental health issues back into homeless uh, shelters are back on the streets and then that tied in with the opiate epidemic hitting the streets um it just it just snowballed into what we kind of see today now um oh we're at 7 30 so usually i have my guests on for 10 minutes but i do have some topics to talk about sometimes i'll ask my guests if they want to stay on and talk about the topics okay, that i have on the show. <laughs> oh you oh you you want to stay on in for the hour well, with me and talk what's the topics I, I'll I'll lead you in, and then if you say, and here's my thing with people: when people stay on the show with me, and we have a topic, I tell them, "Hey, my listeners, they're smart people. They my my tag for this show is always hashtag Do Your Homework, and a lot of people do their homework. So I tell people, don't fake the funk on your answers. Um, give your honest opinion so people know who you are, what you're talking about. So, ooh, I'm gonna let you stay on. So, 
We're going to get into this. Oh, shout out, shout out your group one more time. Uh, yeah, we're Moms on the Mile on Facebook. And again, feel free to, you know, like the page and engage, you know, if you can't physically help, financially help, that's okay. You know, all it takes is a like and a share. <laughs> and I see Beverly is still out there in the chat. You guys can hang on. But here's the thing, Beverly. I got something for you. Uh, take this out. Stop doing that! Stop! That's going out to Beverly, because Beverly, you talked about Beverly three times, how she bakes. Yeah. And Beverly, hold on. If you didn't if you didn't hear that, Beverly, hear this again. Stop doing that! Stop! Here's what I need you to stop doing, Beverly. Stop posting pictures of the stuff you be baking. Because you packed, you you posted a picture of some whoopie pies. Good lord. They were so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Them whoopie pies had so much cream in them. I was like, good Lord. I was ready to go and leave my house and find out where she lives and knock on her door and ask for a whoopie pie. That's I broke I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I see that. I see that on Thanksgiving. Them pictures. I was like, Jesus, God, tap dancing Christ. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Put my order in. You did you? So you ate one? Oh yeah, I ate two, and I don't. I don't even eat sweets, but they were so good. Her husband gave us a big bag of them while we were down there. Yeah, they were really good, and some cakes. Oh, yeah. I seen it. I'm, I'm like, she must. She must mess a kitchen up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> she must mess a kitchen up. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, I said she's probably one of these people. You when you walk in the house, you just smell it. Like you. Go to her house and walk in. The smell just hits you. You know, like that cartoon finger <laughs> by the nose and drags you to the kitchen. That's yeah, probably you, what it's like going to yeah. Beverly's house. You know, when she's cooking that bacon, that I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> so, so, so Nicole is going to stay on with me. We're going to get into some of the topics on the show tonight, and she can chime in on some of the things that she may want to talk about. But let's get into the news booth. In the news booth, Brockton got into the holiday spirit two years after COVID. The Brockton Holiday Parade was back with a vengeance. I got to give a shout out to Rose Conservatory, who was there. Um, the New England Car Show people had their cars there. It was a, a big event. And for those who don't know, Brockton is famous Christmas history because Brockton is the home of the first Christmas store Santa. So there used to be this call that we would make with Ireland every year, and, and we would try to have the most people with Santa hats on done by uh, Marion Tuxedo. Big shout out to them. John Marion has been a big part of the parade. Brockton Cable Access, all these people that are part uh, um, Mary Waldron, all of these people have been involved with this parade for the years. Um, I actually wasn't able to make it out this year, but I will be back next year. But again, it returned. Big ups to everybody who was in the 35th annual Brockton All Day Parade. We'll be back next year. Um, vehicle owner, Julie Anderson, who's in the chat, she is looking for a person who was involved in the hit and run. Now, if you guys see these pictures here on the screen, um, her car is the black Volvo. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if she's in the chat, she can correct me. But her car was hit by, oh no, her car was the blue car because she did say in the chat her big blue baby. So her car is the big blue car pictured. Her car was hit by this Volvo, which was being driven by a runner 
Oh, she's in the RAV4. She just put it in the chat. Blue RAV4. So, yep, I just corrected that. It's in the picture that you see here. The Volvo. It was stolen. The driver hit her and took off. So if you live in that area of Brockton, of um, if she could put it in the chat, I believe she said it was Otis Street. But if you have a ring camera or anything of that sort, um, if you can get those photos to the Brockton Police Department, because you know how it is with the insurance companies. Hit and run, the insurance will cover it. But the, the problem here is, is that if you see the accident damage, Hilberg and Echo, she said. Um, if you see the damage there with her car, um, fortunately, because it's a hit and run, this state, you have to pay the deductible, which is $1,000. Uh, Julie Anderson, if we can help or get information, try to recoup that $1,000 deductible that you have to eat because of this person who hit and run your vehicle. Um, also, there's a chance that the car might be totaled depending on the damage that we see here. Um, but again, it sucks. He ran the stop sign, hit her car, got out the car, and took off. It's a stolen vehicle. Um, hopefully, we can help her out and get some things done for her. So, Julie, I see you in the chat. Thank you for dropping that information. Also, in the news booth, three 20-year-olds have been indicted for the murder of 16-year-old Leedson Montero Terry. This was a tragic story in 2021. Uh, this 16-year-old boy was shot in the head at a party held by his mom. Um, last, it was summer of 2021. Huge party, I guess. I guess there was some words exchanged and these guys fired. Um, they've now been indicted for the murder and hopefully... Um, we get guilty verdicts back on that one. We'll see about that. But it's a tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. And here's a sad thing, people. It works both ways because the news out of Houston. You guys remember at the beginning of the month, Migos rapper Takeoff was shot in an altercation in Houston. Um, today, the news came out that a 16-year-old boy has now been brought in for questioning um, for the murder. Um, of takeoff. So a 16-year-old oh, has wow. been brought in for questioning. That is insane craziness. Um, I hope he doesn't... End up... Well, the, the, the question's going to be, is he the shooter? And um, the police are being real tight-lipped on that right now, but they do have a 16-year-old suspect in custody. Sad. Sad. And, you know, again, I've got some topics coming up here that i got to talk about involving my people, my community coming up so you're going to be pissed at me for calling this out but it has to be said so um here it is tales oh, from the ring if you guys are watching this is the new segment tales from the ring somebody sent me this video um this is a video of two vehicles at the intersection of hillberg and wentworth what you're going to see in this video is pretty scary um it's kind of a motor vehicle altercation that leads with someone being shot at so here's the new segment tales from the ring here on the booth, we get this showing for you guys, and here we go right now.
is insane. Tails from the ring. Three, four, five shots at that person. Now, you've seen the bullets actually hitting the ground. It's not funny, but the person was obviously a horrible damn shot. Um, all the bullets you saw was hitting the ground, uh, but it's still scary. It's still scary. Um, and I, I just, oh, God. So I got this one here coming up. Um, this story here, I'm going to ask my guest to chime in on this one because you're a mom, right? Yes. Okay. And, you, and you're a mom of how old your child? She's 14. 14. So this is this story here is coming out of Virginia. 28-year-old ex-cop started a catfishing relationship with a 14-year-old girl in, Cal in Riverside, California. The issue here is, is that this crazy nutbag from Virginia drove all the way out to California, Riverside, Riverside, California, killed her entire family, the grandmother, grandfather, the mother, and then attempted to kidnap the daughter from the home. But some neighbors called it in. Pops rolled up on the scene. There was an altercation with the police officers. This person was shot dead. Oh. Reason why I talk about this is because I see a lot of people. I deal in sports. I'm, I'm in. I do youth sports, and I see a lot of people whose kids are on social media, who are under the age of eighteen, under the age of sixteen, and they're doing some things that I know damn well. Their parents ain't monitoring. Their parents ain't seeing. Their parents ain't watching. Parents, I know on this show, I've talked about it. Many times, pay attention to what your kids do on social media because you could risk losing your kid. But this is a story now where you not only can lose your kid, you yourself could lose your life. What nutbags such as this catfished a 14 year old girl and went and this man drove to kill family. Well, it's so scary because even like on Snapchat now, you can put your location, exact location on there. It's almost like they're setting kids up for stuff like this. Like, it's really scary. But again, it falls on the parents. And I, and, yeah. and I see this because I see a lot of kids, on young kids on Facebook. I see a lot of moms on Facebook with their daughters doing. Sometimes I cringe. Sometimes I cringe at some of the sexual stuff that you see some of these moms do with their daughters or kids. And. And there's actually a bill that uh, I forget what state it is. They're trying to get passed um, to start whacking parents of kids who they think might be putting kids at risk on social media. Now, I'm not going to oh. lie. Yeah. <laughs> I just shared a post. I was on Call of Duty on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Call of Duty Thanksgiving Day. There was a man in the chat with us. Because it's proximity chat when we were playing. He had his baby crying for almost 15 minutes. And he knew that the baby wanted the bottle, but he was too busy playing. And I'm like, damn, bro, just, just pause the game, get a bottle. And eventually he did. Eventually he did, but he was so angry. He was so into the game. And I'm like, man, some of these babies' mama is going to kill him if she got him on a, on a hidden camera or something. Yeah. I was like, damn. It's crazy. So, so what do you do to protect your child on social media? Do you, so for me, I had I had stepdaughters. I had all their passwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, checked yeah. and monitored everything. Yeah, or logins. Yeah. Oh, you have their logins too. Yeah, or logins. Yeah, you have to. You know, today's world it's crazy. Like I said, it's really scary knowing that um, 
they can set their load. I just can't get over that. They can set their exact location with their address on it. Like that is insanity. Like why even have that as an option? I don't understand, but yeah, social media, I, if I could do it over again, I wouldn't have given my, my daughter, she had a phone when she was really young. And if I had to monitor, if you monitor their stuff as a parent, yeah, but they're, they're smart. There's ways, you know, I think around it. I still wouldn't have given her, if I could go back, I wouldn't have given her a cell phone at so young. Social media, is, it's it's evil. It's brainwashing oh. our kids. <laughs> oh, Maggie <laughs> says, our kids don't do Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, security, privacy. Device. So here's a funny story about my stepdaughter. I have a stepdaughter. Her name was is India. She was going to West Junior High School. And... She lost her bathroom privileges because she kept going to the bathroom. Now, the teacher called me and her mom, and we were on the phone, and we were talking about all this stuff about going back and forth to the bathroom, and Indy was giving up all. And I come right out, and I says, it's to keep the streaks going. And the teacher says, what, Mr. Hayes? I says, how many kids you got going to the bathroom during your class? She goes, Jesus Christ. She's like, it's like all of them have small bladders. She's like, they're all going to the bathroom every five minutes. I says, you know why? I says, because they're going to the bathroom, and they're taking pictures in the bathroom to keep their streaks going so they can be popular on Snapchat. I says, I already caught my daughter, stepdaughter doing it. She's already been grounded because we found it. On, and the teacher was like, are you serious, Mr. Hayes? And I'm like, nope. I says, you find out. And this is what, and they ended up blocking Snapchat in the Brockton school. And I was the bad guy because everybody found out that it was India's oh, stepdad who, who told the school about the streaks. <laughs> <laughs> At West Junior High, and kids were all of a sudden weren't allowed to go to the bathroom all the time. But hey, I had to do what I had to do as a dad. The sad part is, is I would go to football games, the popcorn of football games, and you know I had parents come up to me and said, "Why are you a snitch? Why you have to go and tell the school?" What? It's coming from parents. Oh wow! Wow. It's coming from parents. So it just goes to show you the type of parents that we have there. Uh, Beverly says we have Life Three Sixty. You know what each other's location is. My my stepson actually is. They have it. Um, let's continue on though. Says Virginia Walmart gunman. Um, if you guys didn't hear the story, a supervisor in Walmart, Andre Bing, walked into the break room. He shot eight employees dead, and then he walked out into the store itself and shot four other people himself. Um, he left a death note, and he blamed Satan. And he blamed his parents for not bringing him up correctly. I guess he was kind of an introvert, and he blamed his parents for not addressing that issue. And he blamed, you know, scary. It is a scary story um, that this man, you know, was so messed up mentally that he did this. Um, and it's bad enough that Walmart is a. I, everybody I've known that worked at Walmart is a stressful environment. In anyway. Uh, your thoughts on, on Walmart? Do you have any Walmart stories? Well, you know what? <laughs> Ever since I moved to Massachusetts, back in Pennsylvania, Walmart was like the store. Walmart and the Dollar General, which I miss the Dollar General. They don't have a lot of those around here. But no, Walmart, they don't. Store. Um, so we went there for everything. But ever since moving here, Market Basket is our spot to go. And Walmart made me sick with all the money that they made with COVID and over COVID and they never have workers there. Whenever you go there, there's like maybe one cashier if you're lucky. So we have probably been there. I could count on one hand in the past like year and a half, two years. So 
I don't even go to Walmart no more. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with Walmart. I'm done with them in the legal booth. Um, guys, legal booth. You probably be going to shake your heads because sinister one is about to talk about Taylor Swift on this show. Taylor Swift. Oh, we got our ball. You got your tickets? Well, here's the thing about the tickets and the Taylor Swift. So for those who don't know the story about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's tickets went on sale on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster was supposed to hold so much tickets for the general public and then have so much tickets allotted for the Citibank Visa people, EIP, so-called pre-sale. Well, guess what? There was a software issue on the website, and all of the tickets... For Taylor Swift went to all of the Citibank Visa people. So the general public was locked out. People have been asking for Taylor Swift to release a statement. She has released a statement, and rightfully so, because it's not her fault. It's Taylor, it's it's Ticketmaster's fault for doing this. But here's the problem, people, and I'm applauding this one. Because of this problem, because of this issue that has now happened with Ticketmaster, the biggest gripe with musicians and artists and people buy tickets is the fact that Ticketmaster has created this monopoly to where Ticketmaster of every 10 concerts out there, Ticketmaster is the exclusive seller to eight tickets out of 10. In other words, if you are a recording artist and you're going on tour, you can't sell tickets to any other distributor other than Ticketmaster hash live nation. Because of this incident with Taylor Swift and because of the issue at hand, The Department of Justice is now looking into an investigation and filing an antitrust monopoly suit against Ticketmaster. What? You know what, though? I got to chime on on this. My question, though, is why isn't StubHub getting any heat? Because prior to the pre-sale tickets going on sale, they were selling tickets. Taylor Swift tickets and they were expensive. Like they were like 10 times, but like $20,000 tickets, $10,000 tickets, but nobody's talking about them. And I thought the rule with StubHub was, is that they couldn't sell the tickets over a certain percentage of the face value. And I thought that was what it is, but somebody said, no, something changed. They don't have to follow that rule anymore. Cause I saw somebody selling tickets in Houston for $29,000. It was like three, three seats. And I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm paying 29 grand <laughs> or 21 grand to see Taylor Swift. Like, why they're getting so much heat? Because in my eyes, it's just like there were so many people on the site at once. So it just crashed. But then you got StubHub over here just chilling who was selling tickets. Like, well, I saw them days before, but it was probably weeks before. And for like $20,000, $10,000. And no one's like saying nothing to them about it. Well, it, 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 it's opened up a good discussion, and I'm glad the DOG's involved. And as, since we're all talking about concert tickets, um, Pink is coming to Fenway Park, people. And you know what? Um, she finally released that restraining order that she had against me. So if you want to buy me some tickets to see Pink, go ahead. Because, <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. I, and look, I was a fan of Pink when I first saw her on BET. Pink started out as an R&B artist. Um. She was on BT videos because MTV wouldn't play her stuff. She had these braids in her hair and she had this video with the guitar and her music was R&B. And, you know, she, she, the black community loved her. Ate Pink up and then Pink 
got out of that record contract and she started doing the music that she loves and does. And you know, I, I, I shoot, I've been a Pink fan. Look, this straight in the water is real. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her back the, then. Oh man, the restraining order is, and a lot of people don't even know that. People say, "What are you talking about? What do you mean Pink was on BET? Look it up." Yep. <laughs> Look it up. She was an R&B in the beginning before she went rock and started doing her own thing. Um, also in the legal booth, BlockFi becomes the third FTX crypto company to file for bankruptcy. All you people who've been in my inbox talking about crypto's the way to go and crypto's the next big thing and crypto this and crypto that and crypto this. Look, Tom Brady and his wife are about to be sued. Everybody's about to be sued that was involved in their cryptocurrency that just went under. BlockFi's gone under. Crypto is on the ropes. Uh-oh. This is crypto right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 so glad I didn't jump on board. I am so glad. So if you've Little, got crypto, you might want to be thinking about it. You, you have crypto or no? Yeah, not a whole lot, but some. But I've been slowly investing more and more. But I didn't hear about all this stuff going on. Yes, like- this is happening. Well, you know, there's a lot of discussion about this. It was a big threat to the, the American dollar, and some people say. That that their threat played into it. I think the problem that happened with crypto was is that when the Russian sanctions hit, um, Russia was using crypto as a way to bypass the sanctions and make money. And once and then the dark web, other reason, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. taking this hit. So I think I think those two things connected is what hurt the crypto industry. Dark web stuff came out and stuff about uh, to bypass the sanctions. I think that's what happened. Let's get into the entertainment booth. I'm only saying this in, in the entertainment booth. Nothing else. The only story coming out of the entertainment booth. Rest in peace, Irene Cara, 63 years old. Um, fame, the TV show, Fame, the movie. Um, she also did the song for Flashdance. 63 years old. She passed away. So we want to just give our prayers and blessings out to Irene Cara and her family. She was also a Grammy Award winning. Uh, went singer, and I, I, I'm not sure, but she might have been a Grammy Award winning writer, but I do know she won a Grammy as a singer. Getting into the sports booth, breaking news. Ooh, Christian Pulsic, the solo goal. USA advances. They beat Iran today in the World Cup. They are now going on to the 16, the final 16. Here is my prediction, people. USA will take on the Netherlands Saturday. This country right now has been divided over politics, over abortion, over religion, over all of this crap. We have gotten away from ourselves as a country. I am going to predict if the USA beats the Netherlands on Saturday, that will put them into the next tier this world cup and guess what's going to happen people they're going to start talking about this usa team as the upset dream team world cup what better to unify this country is a sport that we don't even really support or watch or talk about but because this country is so divided if we have this one common thing that can unite us and have us all feeling 100% 100% in the same direction because I'm telling you this if if the USA beats the Netherlands on Saturday you know what's going to happen in the stores across America people you're going to start seeing 
USA stuff. Oh, tomorrow. It's going to be USA. Trust me. I'll be surprised trust, to see that in Massachusetts, but. <laughs> I, I, I think. I think it's coming, and I'm ho- I'm actually hoping for it. I'm hoping that the USA in the World Cup will be America's 9-11 moment. And for those who are wondering what I mean by our 9-11 moment, before 9-11 happened, this country was divided just the way it is right now. Before 9-11 happened, this country was divided about race. It was divided about politics. It was divided about, yes, abortion back at that time. 9-11 happened. Guess what happened? 9-11 happened, we were unified, back to being Americans. We were back to supporting our force responders. It was it was a time that it took a, 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 a huge tragedy. Maybe this time it will take a sport to unify us because if they win and now we advance, talk is going to be, can the USA pull off a World Cup win? And it's going to be tough, but we'll see. Do you watch World Cup at all? You know what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm sitting here. <laughs> is that that's not the Olympics. It's not the Olympics, right? Or is it? It's it's soccer. It's the soccer, soccer. World Cup. we oh. USA is usually eliminated like in the first round or second round, but now we're we we oh. we've advanced to the sixth the, the final sixteen. This is a big deal. Uh oh. but I don't think anybody will really start talking because football around the world, FIFA. Soccer is huge. We're we're the ignorant ones. We are the ignorant ones. Um, like I said today, we beat Iran. If I'm Iranian and I'm on that team, I'm I'm in fear for my family because they don't take losses like that in their countries. It's a look, Mexico and all these countries, they be killing people. That's and that's uh-huh. real talk. They kill people. They had a guy two years ago, Bolivia, who kicked the soccer ball into the wrong net during the World Cup and they lost. And guess what happened to him? The cartel put a hit out on him. <laughs> it's, the world cup's a big deal so i'm praying well, that the usa goes deep because i think it will repair this country a little bit also in the sports booth brockton high took on bridgewater Raynham at fenway park on the eve of thanksgiving giving coach colombo his final win before he heads off to retirement 30 to 21 so congratulations to coach colombo and brockton high playing that game at fenway park also in the sports booth mac jones Hell of a game. They lost, but he's pressing better. Um, he threw for over 400 yards in the loss, but we are ready to go. Do you follow football at all, Nicole? Um, I used to, but then they got kind of like political, and I got kind of tired of watching it, so then I kind of stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the big thing right now. A lot of people on my top timeline, they were talking about Mac Jones sucks, and I'm like, you know what? He's, he's not as bad as you guys think. He's progressing. He's only in his second year. Uh, David Andrews will be ready to go this weekend against the Bills. Can't wait. Solidifies that offensive line. Gives this man more time to throw the ball. Also, they signed Jelani Tavi for a two-year contract extension. That's a player that's been seeing. Air it up on the field. giving Helping out with Matt Judon getting those sacks. And another story. Bob Kraft goes digs deep. Bob Kraft loans the Patriots jet the University of uh, Virginia players, staff, and some family members. Remember the kids who were killed, the football players who were killed on the bus brought by another friend um, about two tragic story. Bob Kraft sent the Patriots jet down so the guys attend the services for those players who were killed. So again, Bob Kraft just doing the man is incredible. 
good. He's, he's insane. I, I, I love Bob Kraft. Also, yeah. Pat, uh, Patriots news. Um, now heading into Celtics news. Jalen Brown, before last night's game, said, we haven't played our best ball yet. Jalen Brown says of the Celtics. Then last night they go <laughs> and they win. <laughs> 140 to 105 over the Charlotte Hornets. Insane. 17 and 4 record. Nine on these Celtics. Also, Vince Wilfork, uh, Patriots Hall of Famer now. He is hosting a show, signed a deal with the Food Network. Gonna be doing tailgate cookoffs at NFL games on NFL weekends. So I can't wait to see the show. Vince Wilfork is a funny guy. The fact that he's got this tailgate and show locked down, and we're gonna see cookoffs in the parking lots of games is going to be insane. Now, this is a video I got to show you guys real quick. Take a peep at this video. And we're going to talk about this. Wide receiver is Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. The two white guys in the video, wide receiver, a tight end, Adam Thielen, and quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings, who beat the Patriots last week on Thanksgiving. Here's the problem. John Madden started this tradition where best players of the game get a turkey leg. They get to eat turkey leg on the field to celebrate their achievement. It's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. As those know, John Madden passed away last year. Um, Madden 23 came out. John Madden was on the cover. They, they, they took care of him. Um, John Madden um, was big for this sport on Thanksgiving Day and started this turkey tradition. Please check out this video because I'm going to get into this conversation. Um, and this is to my black community out there. But here's the video. Check this out. This is the Turkey Day debacle with Minnesota and Justin Jefferson. We've seen you shirtless. What are you going to do? How are you going to top that tonight? Well, he's got grills. That's probably the next step. I need to go get some custom grills. I got to call my dentist. I don't know if my dentist back in Holland, Michigan gets a lot of requests for grills, but I need to call him. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I'm at Walt Disney World right now with his turkey leg. I'm enjoying this. I've been waiting to have my turkey, so I'm glad I got it. I got my, I got my grills, and I got to take, take my grills out for me to eat it. I took my grills out before I ate it. Oh, no. You, you took yours out before you ate it. Takeaways. He got to take away the leg of the turducken on Thanksgiving night. as only Peterson can do. So, all right, people. So, as you watch that video, Justin Jefferson, and if you haven't seen it, Justin Jefferson is a black kid. He here's the first thing that's stupid for me. You're playing the NFL football game. You get hit in the head. You take these collisions. You're a wide receiver. Justin Jefferson plays the game, not with a mouthpiece in his mouth, not just with a mouthpiece in his mouth. Justin Jefferson plays a game with a set of diamond-encrusted grills on his upper and lower teeth. That's probably worth six digits. In this moment, of eating the turkey, guess what? On the video, Justin can't eat the turkey. Why? Mouth got grills. Now here's the thing. Now a friend of mine, Chris Gagney, when I shared, he shared this video and he said, when you watch this, the two white guys are kind of throwing shots at him. The first white guy makes the joke about calling his dentist in his small hometown for a custom order of grills. Yeah, we can laugh all about that, but guess what? That's a, that's a shot fired to me to him for his stupid. And then Adam Thalen says, well, I took my grills out before. Another shot fired at Justin. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to ask you as a mother, but I'm a father. 
if my son was player of the game and had to this tradition of eating this turkey leg and he got up there on national television and he gets up there and says, I can't eat the piece of turkey because I got my grills in. You know what's going to happen to my son if that was my son? Every Thanksgiving from here on out, when we're sitting at that table and if he's not playing that game, you know what I'm going to mention when I'm carving the turkey? I want turkey. When he says, when he says yes, I'm going to be like, yeah, but did you take them grills out? Trust and believe me. <laughs> Trust. I'm going to let him have it. Everything's look. It's a once in a lifetime achievement to eat that turkey leg and you won't eat it. Cause you got your grills in. First of all, grills that you should have in your as a mom. If you had a son and he's playing professional football and he can't enjoy a tradition because he got these stupid ass grills in his mouth. Are you calling him up? Yeah, I you know what? I'm that's just like baseball players who wear them big old chains and they're running. It's like, dude, it's like, why is it? Why is he doing that for you know? Like, <laughs> how are you even playing with them? You know? But yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> we, <laughs> Maggie said that grill is a condo payment. He's a fool. <laughs> Beverly said I thought they were. Beverly said I thought they were braces. Nope, nope, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> Beverly grills. For those who don't know, grills are when you go to a dentist, you get a mold made of your teeth, and then you have them bedazzled or whatever. In Justin Jefferson's case, he took his bonus signing money when he was a rookie and signed with the Vikings, and he decided, guess what? Instead of investing this money into a nice 401k, I'm investing these grills that I'm going to wear every game. So when I smile, I got these diamond teeth. <laughs> This is a problem in the black community. This is the problem where we don't put our priorities straight. And I had some people come at me and be like, yo, let them live. No, don't let them live. Because here's the thing. Three weeks later, when Justin Jefferson is shot outside a nightclub because some knuckleheads wanted to rip off his six-digit grills from his mouth, from his dead body, then what are we going to say? When, when well, yeah, Justin Jefferson... That's what happened with Takeoff, with his, um, his chain. That's what I'm saying. This is the things we need to acknowledge in our community. Sometimes things aren't always what they seem. And some people are going to say, well, since the one you, you drive around in a, in a, in a, in a um, custom slingshot. Yes, I do. But guess what? I also work for it hard for it. I also have a hobby that I do with it. And it's also part of my business. Um, there's really no value. There's no positivity a six-digit grills in your mouth that you wear during a football game. There's absolutely no you. There's not one. You could be in this chat right now and try to come up with a reason why Justin Jefferson should be wearing those grills in his. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> there's no reason. And like I said, the two white guys, they made him look stupid. You know that one dude joked about it, and the other dude was like, "I took mine out." And there's a picture that somebody shared on my page in this post. That shows Justin's face looking talk like you can tell he's upset. Joe says difference between equity and assets. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. It's 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 aggravating. The whole thing saddens me. Also, Buffalo Bills are coming to town. They're playing the Patriots on Thursday night. The Buffalo Bills will be out without Vaughn Miller, their pass rusher. Now, earlier this year, when I released my picks for the Patriots, I had them losing the Buffalo twice. But that was because they had signed Vaughn Miller. And I said, man, Mac Jones is going to have a problem with Vaughn Miller. 
Guess what? Vaughn Miller got injured and he, on Thanksgiving. He is now out for the game on Thursday night. Not only is Vaughn Miller out, but the Bills have right now five players out due to illness. Now, they're not going to name it COVID at this time because if they say they have COVID, they got to be out mandatory so many games, so they're automatically going to miss this game. But right now, the Bills could be without both cornerbacks, both safeties, and one of their wide receivers. Ugly Uh-oh. on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday night. Uh, OBJ was kicked off a plane. Um, the rumors were was he was incoherent, um, wasn't responsive. Um, he hasn't given an answer. My feeling is, is um, what if this is a guy who doesn't like to fly and he decides I'm going to take sleeping pills whatever? So I- Nobody knows, but again, he was kicked off the plane for defying the flight crew. Um, they routed the plane to an emergency landing, and people don't like to fly. Let's let's get the arms, but unfortunately, this is going to hurt his chances because he was flying around the country trying to get signed to a team. He's trying to come back to play in the NFL. Um, ladies, Sean Watson been reinstated. You know the guy that had thirty-one uh, charges of uh, sexual accusations against him, but he paid. 31 of those women off back from suspension. He's playing. Yep. Your face is in shock. You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 31. You you didn't know about this? But I don't think I followed much of that. Yeah. Yeah. And the Browns actually dropped him and then they actually, so he paid off these women. He's paid them all off. Um, So he is allowed to play. Um, The NFL wanted him suspended for the season. Season, um, but they decided that he would games. He comes back this week. Sad oh, thing oh. is, is Jacoby Briz, uh, Jacoby Brissett, who's been playing in his position for the season so far, has been playing damn well. Has been playing damn well, but Browns paid too much money for Deshaun Watson. They ain't about to let Deshaun Watson sit on the bench for the rest of the year. Trust and believe me. So Jacoby Brissett, I'm pretty sure will be packing his bags, and he will be a starting quarterback. At somebody else's team next year. Um, also, Jackson State to face Southern in the SWAC championship game this weekend, December 3rd. Jackson State, coached by Coach Prime, is under fire because he released this video of him talking to his team. Another uh, thing that I need to mention about our black community. Um, Maggie Penny says, so the women, what they were really looking for, have money to silence them could be could be the thing is is that he did pay out and he's back to play and um i've said that before i said sometimes why would you take the money as a woman you want that person to jail i don't want any money I'm, and i can't speak for women i'm gonna ask you if you were sexually um assaulted you or you had something done to you um sexually by a player a, a star player are you taking the money or you want that person in jail well, honestly, if I was hurting for money, I probably would take the money. Really? Yeah. God, you're being but you know what? That's just hypothetically thinking because all of a sudden you're thinking about it. It's like, well, but if it actually really happened, I just, it depends. You know, if you're like a single mother and you're struggling, I mean, realistically, yeah, I probably would take the cash. And I'm sure some there's some women out there are like, oh, is she really saying that? But look, you're being you're being honest. You're being honest. I'm just being 
I'm not saying because I'm not in that situation, but I'm just saying, like, if I was, <laughs> I could see, I mean, realistically, you know. And they do. And, you, and, and they, they do. To be honest, these, these guys, <laughs> these boys. Realistically, if you have rent that needs paid, um, your babies, diapers, or you got electric about to be shut off, like, come on, you're not going to be sitting there wanting justice. You're going to want money. And then maybe just, I don't know, but, you know, just realistic. <laughs> No, well, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm glad you're being honest because, and like you said, you know, these lawyers, they do. They have a set amount. They go in, they offer, and if the person takes it, they, they're, it's a win in their book. They're like, okay, she took the 500 grand. Let's go. Let's move on to the next yeah. one. And then they start the whole thing off again. So it, it does. So, And then what stinks is, is that that one woman who decides to pursue it even further gets bad, you know, bad named and, and, and dragged through the mud and then her whole history comes out and blah, blah, blah. And we never thought take uh, the money. They don't want that happening. That's what kind of happens too. Look, T.I. and his wife were, they had a, a whole slew of people who were trying to take him and his wife to court and then all of a sudden, guess what happened? All them cases went poof. Yeah, I was going to say, poof. I haven't heard about that in a while. Yep, because yeah. I think they paid them off. I think T.I. and Tiny paid them off and we won't we won't see them ever again um i was actually going to show the video about deon De sanders but we're kind of running on time but in the video deon sanders tells his players you're going home for thanksgiving the championship is saturday you go home don't be wearing all your jsu swag don't be doing this and don't be doing that but the one thing that stuck out that pissed people off was he made this comment and said to his players don't trust family sometimes Family is your worst enemy. Here you come home. You're a success. You're at Jackson State. You're in the news. And he's like, and not everybody in your family likes you. You and your family, you have people who might like you to your face, but they hate you. They want to see your demise. Protect yourself. Don't mess with somebody's girlfriend. Don't mess with someone in your family's girl. Don't do this. Or you end up on the other end of, of some fisticuffs or getting shot. A lot of people in the black community, all of a sudden, they were pissed. At Dion, why is Dion saying that to his players? Why is he talking about that about family? Blah, blah, blah. Why is he talking about it? Because it's true. It's not just the black community. Sometimes family are the biggest haters of your success. Let's be real, people. Let's be real. Coach Sanders was keeping it real. So people started coming after Coach Sanders in his comments in this video, which I'll probably show you guys at the end of the show. But people were upset. So he went on a whole Twitter rampage talking about, okay, well, I'm raising your man with values. If you don't want your man raised with values, this ain't the team. And he went on this whole rant of all these things he's doing for these young men. If your kid can't be on time, he's off the team. He just went on this whole thing and people, wow, he's mad. I'm like, he should be, he should be mad. He's changed the culture there. They're undefeated. They're on the way to the championships. He's doing something for black colleges that has never been done before. I, I think I think people need to in the black community down and realize what you said. Whether you like it or not, it's true. How many times have we seen check them out? Oh yeah, yeah. How many times have we seen in rap where Nipsey Hustle? Nipsey was killed by a best friend. How many rappers have we seen killed by best friends or family members? There's one here in Boston that happened just a year ago. And I'm not putting any names out there, but there's a well-known one here in Boston, shot his own brother at a graduation party. 
hate is real. Hate is real. Biden bombshells. I'll show this clip real quick. Uh, this is the USAF C-17 arriving at Logan Airport today. Um, the C-17 is, let me just look. Just look at how big this plane is. Here we go. why this plane was here um this is the plane that flies into logan just before the arrival of vips for those who didn't know this friday in boston we have a visit from president joe biden and royals prince and princess of wales will also be here for this event that's going jfk they award the winner of the moonshot thing involving cancer and things of that sort. They're going to be here on Friday. This plane comes here because this brings the supplies to those who will be here as far as security measures. In other words, if you're in Boston on Friday, you're thinking about doing some stuff down around the area of JFK, Boston, you probably want to rethink that um, because they ain't going to be having it. Pretty is going to be tight. Um, also, Congress is poised to cripple the rail strike. Biden has told Congress to block the strike that's about to happen that would cripple the railroads um, during this shopping season. And guess what? Uh, unions aren't happy. They're upset because they want these sick days to be paid out. Railroad companies, that'd be explained, making a ton of money. Businesses are making bottlenecks. Um, and they created it. They created it. And I talked about it. Look it up on the show. Um, but it's it's crazy. Um, also, in Biden bombshells, as you guys know, um, President Trump announced that he's running for office in 2024. Also, um, he had this dinner. Now, I've been very critical of President Trump because I was a fan of Trump before he ran. I, I, huh? I was in I was in the, I was in New York in April. I was in New York in April when he announced two days after Prince died that he was running for office. And we covered it on this show. We had a guy who, who did this, Kevin Jackson. And we talked about it right up until um, he won. And a lot of people didn't know, didn't care. Um, and I wasn't happy with some of the things that happened. Here's the thing. I've been very critical of him. But when it's time to defend President Trump, I will defend him. Now, here is the problem that's going on, people. And I tell people... We're talking about the Democrats this and the Republicans that and going back and forth. And I keep telling people, and I've been saying this for a while, Republicans never wanted Donald Trump from day one. Donald Trump forced them to give him the nomination back when he ran. He was the only one out there. And they didn't want to give it to him. They felt he was a Democrat and Republicans number one. So the GOP has always hated Donald Trump. Fast forward. 
here's the problem, people. Everybody's talking about 2024, and everybody's talking about Joe Biden getting reelected. I, I don't see the Democrats putting Joe Biden back out there. I don't think he wins. I don't think he's the guy. But here's the problem now. If the Democrats are thinking about putting Joe Biden out there in 2024, GOP has a problem, a major problem right now. Republicans, you need to look in the mirror. You have a problem. And here's the problem. I'm going to break it down to you. President Trump had a dinner this weekend. This dinner was with Kanye West, Yee, and he also had with him Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos. Those who don't know who Nick uh, Nick Fuentes is, he is a white supremacist. He's also anti-Semitic. This dinner went on, and now everybody is out there. Democrats, uh, the GOPs who don't like Trump, uh, Jewish allies of Trump are all pissed off, and they're saying Trump should never had this dinner, blah, blah, blah. They're going on. Here's the thing. Listen to this story, people. Listen to everything that they, and this is where I get mad with people. People don't listen to what the stories tell them. If you listen to this story, he is in all this trouble right now with his comments and things are going. He reached out to Donald Trump to speak with him for advice, his problems and things that are going on. Donald Trump says, yep, come down to Mar-a-Lago, come sit and talk with me. Easy goes to Mar-a-Lago, sits with Donald Trump to have dinner, but Easy brings these two gentlemen with him. I am into politics. I watch politics. I've been involved with politics since I was 16 years old. And I'm going to tell you right now, easy. President Trump calls a seriously tripled man who happens to be black. That's not a good soundbite, Trump, <laughs> for you right there. But here's the problem. Easy announces this weekend that he's running for president in 2024. And he brings a white supremacist and an anti-Semitic to Trump's house for dinner. Guess what I think was going on there? I already think what's happening right now with Donald Trump getting bashed for bringing the guys to this dinner. I think as a political strategist that Yeezy did this on purpose, knowing that he's going to gain whatever votes are going to piss people off because now Steve Bannon, who I can't stand, Steve Bannon is blasting the Trump staff for not recognizing what Kanye West was doing by bringing these two people to dinner. Here's the problem. Let's get into this, people. As Kanye West is questioned about it today on Tim, I think his name's Tim Robbins' podcast. He's asked about it. He's asked about it. He storms off. Here's the thing, people, before I get into Ukraine invasion. If you're a Republican, if you're a GOP, your party is in serious trouble right now. If you keep worrying about the Democrats, you're going to lose. This is the problem right now that you got going on right now, you Republicans and GOP people out there, the Trump lawyer. Here's the problem that's going on right now. Right now in 2024, you have who I'm telling you, and I've been saying, the GOP that's in Washington, they're going to put their ducks behind DeSantis. That's one GOP vote, number one. Number two, you have the 70 million MAGA voters who voted for Donald Trump, but some of them have now broken off and they're now with those DeSantis people that's out there. So that GOP is split into, guess what? Two. Two. Now you have Yeezy, who's going to run, trying to either be an independent or he's going to try to get support from what? The GOP, or he'll pull from that GOP base. The GOP and Republicans have a serious problem right now, and they need to look in the mirror because guess what? 
the GOP is about to be split three ways in 2024. And if that is split three ways in 2024, guess what? There's a good chance that if Joe Biden runs, he's going to get in because that GOP vote is going to be split three ways. Easy, DeSantis, Trump. And I've already said this, that the GOP and the Dem, um, the GOP and Republicans who are up there at the, at the, at the White House, they're looking for him to get indicted so he can't run at all. And that way, that will force that 70 million that voted for him to be forced to vote for DeSantis and, get, and try to get DeSantis in. Um, but again, easy comes in and now splits that vote. Your thoughts? Um, maybe, uh, DeSantis will run as Trump's VP. And I think Kanye just learned well from Kim. He just likes to hype things up and get publicity. I don't take them too serious. Although I, I, yeah, don't like I, I don't see DeSantis running as VP because he hates Trump and he's already, he's, he's being strategically quiet. We talked about this on Tuesday yeah. night. DeSantis hasn't said a word. He's been super quiet. DeSantis wants to be president. He don't want to be a VP. He don't He don't like Trump. And, and you know, Trump has already come out. He's called him all types of names. Um, he's been bashing DeSantis already. And DeSantis is... So look at what happened between Biden and Kamala, too, before they... I mean, she was calling him racist before she became his VP. So we'll have to see. I don't know. I used to be a hardcore Trump fan, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing... Uh, DeSantis running. I really like him. I, I've been saying this for a while now. I've been watching the news. I've been watching how the GOP makes their moves. The fact that he took Florida by pretty much almost a landslide. Um, it lets me know that I think the GOP is going to push for DeSantis. Or uh, Steve Rita says DeSantis and Tulsi for VP. Rita, I, I'm I'm thinking it, man. I'm thinking Trump is out. And here's the problem. If the GOP decides to back DeSantis, guess what's going to happen? Trump's focus is going to be on burning the GOP down. It is going to be on burning the G He doesn't take lightly to these type of things. And when yeah. that happens, it's going to get ugly. And that's why I'm telling the Republicans, get your shit together if you think you want to take 2024 because your party is now split three ways. Easy jumping in is now split your party three ways. You got to figure something out or you could lose in 2024. That's just real talk. That's just talking politics. Um, look, it happened with the Democrats when Bernie Sanders came in. They had to, they had to tell Bernie Sanders, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> backing up. <laughs> and it still didn't work, um, but they, it was too, too much, too little, too late. Um, Maggie says he's a narcissist. You're right. He is. Um, Steve Reeder, who was a Trump guy, he says, I love Trump, but his ego's kryptonite. And I'm pretty sure Steve Reeder will agree. If the GOP backs DeSantis, all, all hell is going to break loose. You, you, man, I just, it's a scary time, people. It's going to be a GOP scary time. If the GOP backs DeSantis, that would make me run away because <laughs> they can't, that would be, you know, the GOP Democrats. So who, all so, okay, so I'm going to put this question. It's 2024. And and you got to get it down to three to, to to one guy. And the GOP is pushing for DeSantis. Are you going to put your vote to DeSantis and switch? Nope. Are you going to stay backing Trump, or are you going to put back. it on Yeezy? It would be backing Trump if the GOP. It, 
I, it's hard to trust these politicians, you know, that's why they went after Trump so hard because he's the non-career politician. They don't want, you know, a non-career politician in office who actually works for the American people. They're more worried about what's in their pockets. So, yeah, I think if, you know, they were for DeSantis, that would probably push me away. Ooh. And like I said, there were 70 million people who voted for Trump in this last presidential election. And like I said, when I watched those hearings, um, I had said, you know, a lot of people like, oh, this is Nancy Pelosi, this and that. And I'm like, look, I said, are you watching everybody who's going up and talking during these hearings? Oh, Republicans. I says, the Republicans are the biggest, worst enemy of Trump, and you don't even realize it. Republicans are putting the whole reason for this, these whole hearings was so they could set themselves up and set themselves up to back DeSantis. That was the whole purpose of those hearings from day one. They knew what they were doing, That's and that's what they're doing. And that's why they're hoping for this indictment for him to possibly go to jail, because if that happens, guess what? He can't run for president, and then that will force people like you, you would have to vote for DeSantis if that happens. What's up, Matt Statton? <clears throat> and that and that and that's a scary thought also, because now yeah. now you're forced <clears throat> to make a decision that you just said you wouldn't want to make. So now sure. it comes down to Easy or or DeSantis, which is 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 crazy. <laughs> and yeah. again. Easy's got mental illness. Um, Matt Statton says DeSantis or Haley in 24. Um, Steve Rita says GOP needs Tom Cruise character from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> ah, that's a riot. Um, Ukraine invasion. Let's get into this and get ready to close out the show. Russia-Ukraine war. We are 279 days in. Um, Ukraine is still kicking butt. Um, Russia did their best this weekend, and they still, Ukraine is still hanging on. Russia says winter's coming. The reason why Russia is saying winter is coming is because Russia has been delivering these strikes, the um, the electrical grid of Ukraine, knowing that winter is coming, and they're going to try to freeze people up. But these people are already tough. It, this isn't happening. They've, they've been fighting. They pushed them back out of two major cities. Um, Ukraine is not going anywhere um the fight is still going on question here is is when is finally pull out um he lost another um one of his um ogliarks um guys who make money from all of the things that putin does i feel the more and more ogliarks who pull away from is going to push this whole thing to come to an end once he doesn't have that backing um from those guys, I think this is where we see it come to an end. And let's see. Let's see if it happens. We're coming up on a year on this thing. We'll see what's going on. Uh, thank you for everybody for tuning into the show. Uh, let me bring up the hats here. Everybody who supported the show that's gotten a beanie. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Also, thank you to the shows that I produce, Drafting the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio. If you guys want to follow a veteran, um, Travis Prontigan hosts Oscar Mike Radio. He's actually doing a story in regards to a woman who was a, a, a military police officer. Um, she had turned in a couple of other military police officers who were selling drugs, and they went on this thing where they went to an amusement park, and guess what happened? Um, she ended up beaten up and dead. Um, military said it was suicide problem. Sent the friggin' video family. Just days before saying something happens to me 
not suicide. And the military tried to cover it up. They fired the girl from the military who was covering this. She actually interviews with Travis. She was fired from the Rolling Stone magazine. And this story goes hand in hand with the Netflix show. I am Vanessa Guillen also on there. Um, Denisha is the girl's name. Please, please, please. If you're a woman and you want to see this story, it's insane. Oscar Mike radio. It's a three pot podcast. It's just the treatment of women in the military is just scary. Um, I learned that I didn't know this. If you're a woman and if you get into a relationship with a person in the military, you're both in the military. And I found out that if you end up pregnant, can't get married. You can't say anything if your ranks are different. So if you're like a private and you're and you're pregnant, and and the person's like a general or whatever, that person got that woman impregnated can be booted from the military. So your career is done. You're out. Hence the reason why we see these suicides. Different reasons why we see these suicides and this mistreatment. We get out of here. You want to touch on that as being a woman? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I never knew that. It almost I, sounds I like didn't know it. The, the, the military, though, in my eyes, that's weird anyway. Like when people join the military and then you get married and then have kids, like you get more money when you get married, more money when you have kids. Like I think it's all insane, period. <laughs> <laughs> it It is crazy that they're covered up. What's going on? Jim Tuffy, what's going on? Chris Gagney, uh, Beverly. Um, let me just get in here to close out the show. Happy holidays from Bat Bus. All buses are free from November 25th to December 31st. So get on it. Ride your Bat Bus all over Brockton. It's free. Um, Steve Rita says it's the same in the corporate world. World. It's called sexual harassment. It is, but Steve, they're not. They're not killing people in the army like they're doing in the army. This is. This is this is a scary thing. You have to watch the show and see the numbers of the cover-ups. It is. It's crazy. But I get it. I get the point. That, um, 12-9, very boom squad Christmas. My artist, Viana Marie, will be performing. Please, please, please come down. Drop off a toy. Brand new. It will be at 486 Bedford Street, Fall River. And again, we have artists who have been on the show who are nominated for a Boston Music Award. Destiny Claymore. Elion Virtuoso, Latin artist of the year. Also, Scott Sandinato, who shot Viana Marie's video, Let's Roll. He's also nominated geographer of the year. Also, Mark's Army Book Drive. Donate books. 48 Lodge Street. Brand new books, please. Those books from now until December. Or military personnel. Books um, Brand new books. Brand new books. Get back here and let her say her goodbyes. My guest, thank you for coming on, Nancy Green. Please tell them about the Facebook group Nicole one Green. more time. <laughs> that's what I'm the Cole Green. Green. <laughs> oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Look, my mom always told me things happen for a reason. Yeah. So I slipped up and called you by your mom's name. Yeah, that's good. She just flew. She that's... was just from Pennsylvania. She just flew back today. Damn, yeah, she must be thinking about you. Yeah, she must. She did <laughs> call a little bit ago, so she probably wow. is. <laughs> Things happen for a reason. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Woo, I got chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, let them know about the group. Uh, yeah, so and again, it's 
alms on the mile, um, feel free to like our page. Uh, if you can't help donate or, you know, they have 50 fifties to raffles all the time. Um, but again, if you know, you financially can't help, feel free to just, you know, like share, engage and post to keep the page going. And, um, as I said, I was going to close out the show. I'm going to let you guys see coach prime speech that pissed people off, but I think he was real. And then what I'm going to do is SpongeBob is going to take us home. So again, Hang on. I'm going to show you guys Coach Prime's speech told his students before leaving. As I said, they're playing their championship game on Saturday in the SWAC championship in Southern, but a lot of people were kind of upset at what he said, but I'm like, look, real family can be enemies. That's just real talk. So here it is. Check it out. Thanks for watching the booth. Nicole, thank you for coming on the yep. show with me. So, somebody said Nancy Green in the chat with a smile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Gregory Lee, thank you for tuning. Chris Gagney, thank you for tuning. Everybody, thank you for tuning. Hanging in the chat. But here it is. Here's the exclusive video of Coach Prime. It's about five minutes long. But damn, like I said, he's speaking it real. He's keeping it real. Here it is right here. And then SpongeBob, you'll take us home afterwards. Hey, oh, psychic fat, macho man, bank coming rent. Okay, we may not be able to talk to you at the conclusion of practice, but coaches, I want you to meet with your guys on the field and let them get out of here. Guys, don't don't go home speeding. You're gonna get there. You're getting there 30 minutes earlier. Ain't gonna really make no difference. Ain't nobody gonna clap hard for you just because you got there 30 minutes earlier. All right. Um, speed limit. Abide by that. Please don't get caught with no weed, no drugs, no alcohol, drunk driving, anything on the way home. I'm dead serious about that. Please don't go home trying to be um, letting know what we are. Nobody don't care about that. Okay, they already jealous and kind of envious of your accomplishments and achievement, achievements. So be cognizant of that. Everybody that's there for you ain't there for you. Okay, I'm gonna say that slow. Everybody that's there for you ain't there for you. So make sure you don't go being Mr. Jackson State wearing all your stuff everywhere. Next thing you know, somebody got beef and you're trying to hit somebody, old lady, and they don't like it, then they put them gloves on you. And it's all that. You don't need that. Keep the peace, keep the joy, keep the love, keep the respect. Everybody in your family don't love you. Okay, some people are jealous of you, envious of you. Some people really ain't down for what you're doing and what you're doing is, is setting a, a trend and a goal and bringing your family out to a whole new direction and, and you have an anointing on your life. So everybody that's there ain't there for you. So understand that. But I want you guys to be safe. Um, if you club, you go out, understand people are shooting now. They ain't fighting no more. Okay, people are shooting now. They ain't fighting no more. And understand who you with and the company you keep. You've grown, you've matured. You progressed. You're not who you were when you left. You're someone different, but they're seeing you in the same light. They're seeing you in. Let me tell you a quick story. It's a good story. I was uh, in high school, and I dated this one girl, and she was cool. She was straight. I went to pros several years later, and I went back home to the crib. You know, I'm prime now. You know, you know, I'm that dude, right? I'm, I'm, I'm the NFL. I'm, I'm baseball, football, two sports, and I got home for a break. And I was at the little spot, and uh, one of the girls floated over to me, 
She said, Prime, uh, such and such want to holler at you. And I'm like, for real? Like, like, and I look over there and she playing shy girl. Like, <laughs> you know, trying not to make eye contact. Look, she big as a house, right? She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't who she, she wasn't who she used to be. It had no resemblance of it. And I'm just sitting up there thinking, I've grown, I'm not the same dude, and you ain't the same person either. So how can you even fathom that I would do that? But that lets you in on the mindset of people to understand that they see you the same. Although you and Jane, they see you the same. Because I'm sitting up there trying to put two and two together, and then he could fall. And it sure wasn't for me. What for me. But that thought process taught me a lot. It really taught me a heck of a lot that some people see you as the same person that you were when you left. And uh, it's not right. So be careful, guys. I don't want to lose any of you. I mean any one of you, because all of you are important in some realm, in fact, to this team, to the structure overall uh, dominance that we're trying to achieve. So I don't want to lose anybody, coaches included, coaches included, because I know y'all have a good time too, and everybody ain't, ain't for y'all either, you know? So make sure you're careful, guys. Uh, make sure you're careful driving. Make sure you be back on time. When we when do we have practice, please? We got meeting at two. Oh, on Sunday. On Sunday. So I would be back Saturday. I'm telling y'all right now. I want y'all to listen to this clearly. Put this on, Bucky. If any of y'all come back one minute late, I promise you your season is over. I promise you your season is over. One minute late. Your season is over. Your locker will be cleaned immediately. Immediately. When we step on that field, they're cleaning lockers of who's not there. Don't come and tell me that airlines, the flight got canceled. I know it is. It's going to happen. The flight is going to happen. It's going to get canceled. Don't tell me you had a flat tie. You should have left in time. I told you to be back Saturday. You had a whole night to fix it. Don't do it. If somebody died, well, you better show me a picture in the casket right beside me. I'm trying to tell you. You better be right there. Don't come with nothing. I'm serious. It is no excuses. Coaches included. Don't call me the last minute. Coach, I'm sorry, but no, nah, ain't going to happen. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. So let's go out there and work our butts off today. Let's have a great day. Please be safe on your journeys back home. I can't wait to see my guys that uh, we're going to have a good time Wednesday. Eat, reminisce, all five of y'all. And I can focus on Shane and all that in that prayer that he did. It was good. That was a good prayer, Shane. God is a thug, God ain't he? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God is a thug, God. I like that. We can, we can reach God all kinds of ways. You don't have to be as articulate as you want. When I first started praying, I thought you had to be, oh, God, thou was God, delivereth me. I, and you just had to talk to him like you talk, guys. That's the biggest misconception. You, you think you got to be all, take God knows your thoughts before you even say it. So just be you. <clears throat> uh, that's the biggest thing. Let's go out there and have a great day. We good? We good? Yes, Don't forget the relay race at the end. Uh, that matters to me. I gotta see who wins. All right, special team, things you can go. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that 
I'm up on this level up here, and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hatin', so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, no repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm my own now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O That's it, was it, I come W-H-O-B-A-Z-O-O Enter website, enter website, enter website, enter website